that I tied up Mazarin and threatened his life. <laughs> oh, You're the you only know. one that forgot. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> right. Hello, and welcome back to MMMcast, or... MMMcast. Thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, it's going to be about two hours or so of Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition. Um, we're going to jump right into a recap, and our very own Jake will be doing a, the recap from last week. Yeah, so last week was a little bit longer of an episode. We had a lot going on. Um, the mysterious being that boarded the Bartleby revealed herself to be a shape-shifting whale. Um, she sensed Kime's guilt over the Battle of the Sea, which we'll come up with a cool name for it eventually. Um, Eventually. Thank you. Uh, after some some life advice and some soul searching, she uh, wailed off, and we had a successful trip through the Arrow Pass. Uh, after that, Mazarin and Kaim actually tried to make dinner, um, and it was uh, Kaim thought it was pretty good. Rook apparently had other thoughts, uh, and then Rook gave Kaim some some cooking lessons. Uh, Captain Everett gave Gimbal a little bit of advice, and then we learned a little bit more about Captain Everett's history with Nicolette and why they do or do not have so much contact. Uh, <laughs> Dream read some books that Rook wasn't very happy with, and then uh, got we got to them. Lingden. <laughs> got to keep them. Uh, we got to Lingden, and we weren't too impressed, but we we got to shop around a little bit, and we got to the tavern. We went to bed, but unbeknownst to everybody that went to bed, Rook tied up Mazarin to have a serious talk about <laughs> Mazarin's intentions. It was it was almost a "What are your intentions with my daughter?" Except it was "What are your intentions with my adventuring party?" <laughs> um, and simple rules Mazarin. for dating my adventuring party. <laughs> exactly. Here are the boundaries. You have my adventuring party home by midnight. I guess to be <laughs> fair, now I have to room with Kaim next next time we rest at the end, right? That's only fair, right? Tie yeah. up Kaim and threaten his life. <laughs> Kaim didn't betray us and murder somebody. I don't think you I have any reason. Yeah, betrayed to... you! <laughs> we'll get into it, guys. We'll get and into it. And with it. that, let's jump in. Oh, save yeah. it for the save it for the where are they now reunion special. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like jumping over a couch. <laughs> you are not the father. I want that to be memed so bad. <laughs> um, yeah, great recap. One thing I would add in there is that the reason the whale um, showed herself is because you saved one of their younglings. And the reason you guys had such an easy time through the Arrow Pass is because Wales as a collective uh, saw your accomplishments and let you through by turning off the Everpool for a split second so you can make it through. Um, but everything else is fantastic. Um, so we'll come back to... <laughs> turned off the Jets, yep. Uh, we'll come back in it and we will start the day with uh, Majrin and Rook waking up in the same room after the awkward night. What do you guys do? 
Um, well, since I didn't, I probably slept for a little bit and then woke up before Rick did. I am probably in a corner as far away from his, him as I can be. Okay. Um, just chilling there. Cool. Rook, you wake up, you look over, see Mazarin cowering in a corner. Um, I mean, honestly, I feel like Rook would probably sleep in because he had to stay up for four hours. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, like, did I mean, I guess, I guess he just wakes up and he yeah. just goes, "Good morning, Mazarin." Hey, can I, can I leave the room now? Who said you couldn't leave the room? I don't, I, I don't know. I just kind of felt like you wouldn't like it if I left. Well, I thought we got all of this out last night. Come on, buddy. <laughs> okay. And I walk out. Yeah, right, get a get a like a lowdown on the breakfast situation. <laughs> uh huh. Elves. Or go downstairs. <laughs> okay. Get coffee or something. Yeah, whoever else is roused at this point um, could be downstairs or in your room. Uh, I probably would have gone back to as soon as I woke up. I would have gone down, had coffee, and then gone okay. back to the uh, the teleportation hub to see pricing and whatnot. Okay. Um, yeah, he explains that the. Uh, the hub itself, so we didn't get into it too much last time. So the hub okay. itself um, connects to, uh, so you're on the inner ring of the city. You're on the, the port district of the city. The hub itself connects to the outskirts of the city, where it's more of the agrarian, like agriculture, farming district. And most of the city, really. Um, you know that Linden itself is in a lot of disrepair most of the city and the two main ports or the two main points of interest are the port district where the the fishermen and people like that make the living and then mm -hmm. the outskirts of Lingden, which is the farming district for those uh, that kind of commerce makes a living as well so to make it to um, the outskirts of the city it's about 60 gold to make it directly to Osrin, it's about 200 um, okay. the gentleman, uh, kind of explains to you that if you go towards, uh, you can either like go to the, the outskirts of Lingden and take a carriage to Osrin, or maybe, uh, get on with one of the shipments of, uh, grain that are going to Osrin, maybe get a discount there, but those are the options for teleporting away from Lingden. Or he also tells you that if you have the spell, you're able to use the, the sigil for free. Okay. I do not have that. Um, so just we would to, need so to level that nine, I, Mark. <laughs> just to ensure that I understand what you're, what you're saying, um, it would take 60 gold to get from the inner city to the outer city. Yes. And 200 gold to get from either of those points to Osrin. Uh, yes, if it's just your party going. Uh, if you're on with a bigger party, you could split the cost or the whatever cost you will. But uh, these things aren't cheap. And he looks of over course. and you see uh, like small circular gems that are used to, um, they, they're used up every time the, the teleportation sigil is used. Um, okay, so there's no real benefit to, to just traveling to the outskirts and teleporting from there. Uh, you'll be 60 gold cheaper. So 140 from going from there. 
Well, no, because if you pay me to get to the outskirts and then get on with somebody else, <laughs> then it'll be much cheaper. Or you could just walk there. It takes maybe three hours or so to get to the outskirts and then get on with somebody there and whatever you want to do. Colter, are you trying to do a Mississippi shuffle on this guy? <laughs> no, I'm just trying to understand what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, I'm not so it'll be 140 gold. It won't be. A, we don't know if it'll be 140 gold if we actually just teleport from the outskirts. No, it will be take... either. It'll be either 200 or 260. It'll be 260 if we go from oh. here. 200 if we go from the outskirts, and then if we go from the outskirts, we might be able to get in with another party who would help us split the cost. Exactly. Excellent. Okay, I understand now. I'm sorry, I misunderstood. Okay, yeah. great. No I appreciate. <laughs> I appreciate the this, uh, the information. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, this time of day, there's uh, many shipments going to Osrin, so you might be able to jump on with one of the farmers or the merchants. Excellent. Okay, well, we'll get moving immediately then. Um, so I'll go back to the inn. Okay. Uh, is is anybody downstairs in the inn or? Kime would be. Kime is. Kime did not sleep well because he misses the feeling of sleeping on the open water on the ship. Mm-hmm. Need to get you a water bed. For sure. They don't travel you. well. They can't turn around this water. All right. So that is three of uh, you. Where is Rook? Is he still upstairs? We have to leave now, apparently. Rook is in the kitchen uh, complaining about like how charcoal can be considered bacon. Um, I will. Uh, does everybody have a rabbit? Nothing's left in the rooms. <laughs> Look, I can draw on the wall with it. That's charcoal, not bacon. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> As he's like I pointing am... a pan at you. Get out of my kitchen. <laughs> I am so sorry for my friend here. He is, uh, he's very troubled. Um, Rook, we have to leave right, right now. Right this, right now, right now. No, this man is going to remake my bacon and it's not going to be <laughs> grab, charcoal. Grab his arm and start pulling. <laughs> and and, and also, he should clean. He should clean that griddle. That thing's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's a three-hour walk from here to the outer section where they have the teleportation circle and that's going to be the cheapest way to get there. I think that's safest. All right. So... Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Um, as you go through, you pass uh, most of the, the dock district, and you see um, people here and there, not, not a whole ton of bustle, uh, a few shops, uh, a few kind of restaurants and taverns. Uh, you get close to a spot in the city uh, where you see, and at this point, you, didn't, you haven't seen many guards. Um, you're getting to a spot where guards are more prevalent. Um, there you see kind of tight-knits groups of guards uh, going back and forth. Um, as you get up to one of these, uh, they kind of stop you and say, state your business. Your business. Sorry, I couldn't we hear are, myself. Uh, <laughs> uh, returning home to Osrin from travel. Mm-hmm. We're a member of the, uh, of the Steel Cry Guild. Uh, we were out I kinda, of the 
country on a uh, on a job. I kind of show him our documents that, okay. that corroborate that. He kind of picks it up, goes through them, hands it back to you. Uh, teleportation circles back that way. It's probably the safest way. Oh, was he? Is he pointing back into the city? Yeah. But I thought we were walking oh, towards the teleportation circle. I say I apologize. The teleportation uh, gentleman told us there was one outside of town that was better to use. There is, but I can't spare guards to escort you. So if you leave this portion, it's at your own risk. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm not particularly worried. We have a wizard and. I'm very large. I don't think anyone's going to mess with us too terribly. We've okay. fought hags and pirates and sharks. We'll be okay. Okay, no, we're all. He just kind of like looks quizzically at kind. Normal folks. We did fight hags and <laughs> sharks. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I suppose. What and trolls. Doing? Were you there for the trolls crime? I can't remember. <laughs> I was. <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't think you were actually. Guy kind of spirit. Perhaps. He kind of chuckles, thinking that you guys are uh, lying to him. <laughs> okay, go ahead and come through. Just know it's it's on your own. We appreciate the warning. We'll be we'll make sure to be careful. Do you Has guys want to of... horse and disc it the rest of the way? Because it seems like we maybe speed would be uh, helpful here. I mean. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the horse and disc was a little. I mean, I mean, We're I on a guess road. we could. We're not gonna like lose our way in the forest this time, at least. Yeah, I, my only worry is that doesn't that make us look more attractive to potential bandits? Possibly. Yeah, since you're going through a city as well, you could definitely do it. It would be a little hard at some points maneuvering the horse around. Okay, it's still um, pretty popular. I'm maneuvering yourself around. Um, there it but, is. Yeah. <laughs> and um, also, I've, I feel like Kaim, I mean, like, if we do get into a situation, we don't want to necessarily be a horse shape down. Um, I will uh, press to digitate some, um, like, dust and dirt onto all of our clothes so that we look okay. traveled. And... Okay. The dust and dirt all over Rook gets really jealous. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's you usually look more dirty, Rook. All right, so uh, I am of I am of noble birth. I will not stand for this indignity. <laughs> you gave that life up. It's gone. <laughs> um, yeah. So as you travel past uh, the port district, it becomes more and more apparent that this was once a, a bustling city uh, it's, it's fallen into pretty bad disrepair. Um, you see kind of a, a pretty big disconnect between what you've seen in the Port District and what you're seeing now. Um, as you walk down the thoroughfare, your feet are met with uneven cobblestones on the road, um, fighting back uh, as nature kind of reclaims them. Uh, you see pockets of weeds and earth sprouting from the ground. Uh, displacing uh, some of the road here and there, uh, some of it going on sides of buildings and making its new home. As you see, the some of the shacks are are kind of folding in on itself from the weight of the, the vines. You smell, I will. Go, go ahead. ahead. No. 
Um, I'll put an arm up uh, to Rook. <laughs> okay. To be picked up? Mm-hmm. <gasps> I, I pick you up. It's <laughs> <laughs> been so long. <laughs> Not going to read a book this time. As you pass by these houses, you can smell the sharp pang of, of mold and rotten wood. Um, you pass down a few alleys and go, everyone make a perception check. Does Gimbal get advantage because he's on my shoulders? No. <laughs> <laughs> but he's looking from really high up. Are you sure I don't get advantage? Cause... I'm pretty sure. <laughs> okay, so that was a net one. <laughs> Natural 20? Yeah. So nice. 21. Um, okay, nice. Damn. I hope that's not my only gnat of the night, though. <laughs> uh, as you pass uh, these uh, different uh, kind of hallways of the different buildings or different alleyways of the different buildings, you see these shadowy figures going here and there. Uh, with your natural 20, you get, you're get you able to clock them as um, people uh, just kind of hiding in the shadows waiting for a good time to strike. Uh, you clock maybe a half dozen shadows uh, sulking in the distance in one of the alleyways. Um, one of the person in front makes the slightest motion towards you and then he sees you looking at him locking eye contact and he kind of takes in the situation and looks over each one of you and steps back slowly back into the darkness thinking better of the situation thinking better of this ambush he was going to try hey gimbal can you give us a nice big bright circle in the sky real quick (laughs) how I was basically like, show off some magic, like do something. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to ruin any of these buildings. There's probably still people that live out here. That's why I said in the sky, Gimbal, in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want to make it so that other people see like our location, um, but I will, um, I will create uh, some fire and toss it back and forth between my hands just to like, just casually, you know. Uh, seeing this, uh, going from locking eyes with Rook to you handling the magic, uh, you can see him visibly get spooked, and he kind of stumbles backwards, falls, and then runs to the other side, uh, dipping behind one of the buildings, and you see his compatriots, not knowing what's happening, following him. And I kind of yell after them, as like, uh, uh, if you could spread the word, we really just want to get out of town. <laughs> Hashtag no answer from and find out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you continue your walk, and it's a pretty straight shot to the other side. There's a few kind of turnbacks um, as you the main thoroughfare breaks off into a big uh, cul-de-sac that breaks into smaller alleyways, and you take one of these alleyways forward. Um, As you're traveling through uh, the better part of two hours or so, maybe two hours, 45 minutes, um, haven't seen anyone, uh, haven't seen any more shadows. It seems that your display has scared off any uh, would-be assailants. Um, You get the feeling that anyone who's still in this part of the city, knowing that there is still two two actual uh, civilized portions. Um, anyone here is down on their luck and just looking for something to get by. Um, 
as you make your way to the outskirts of the city, um, you, you see in the distance uh, kind of a, a less depressing site. Uh, you see, hey, Mark. Yeah. Um, before we leave this part of the city, uh, since we're going back to Osrin anyway, uh, Rook uh, kind of like takes like a small bag or something. I'd like to leave as much of our um, like perishables okay. from our trip, like on the side of the road. Okay. Um, yeah, you're able to, uh, I'll say like when you're at the main uh, uh, the main staging area for what was uh, Old Linden. Uh, you, you put it where the, kind of in the middle where the fountain was. And uh, do you kind of make a display of saying like, here's I, food or? Well, I'm kind of like, like doing it in such a way like, hey, thank you for not effing with us mm -hmm. here. You know okay. what I mean? Like, I'm not saying anything, but I'm making it very obvious that this is, you know, you didn't F with us. Mm -hmm. Here's some food. <laughs> okay. Yeah, as you leave that and, and you continue forward, looking back, uh, when you're a good distance away, you see uh, a few dozen uh, figures kind of going to the, the actual the food or the package that you left off. Um, you hear commotion behind you, but um, not much else you can make out. Anyone else doing anything? All right, so as you continue forward, um, you see a, a similar site. You see kind of guards patrolling a specific spot. Um, as you walk up to them, they don't stop you um, seeing kind of your intentions and overall being put together. They kind of nod you through. I mean, I also uh, feel like being being back in Zarkar, I'd probably just have my paperwork out. Yeah, just like ready to, ready to show them. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, the guards that are, are patrolling the, the perimeter of this uh, kind of smaller portion uh, on what you can see is the outskirts of Lingden. You can see far off in the distance the actual um, the fence to Lingden. It's not a, a large fence. It's uh, uh, not some, anything like, because you've seen the Zrakaran uh, uh, proper um, fortifications, and this is nothing like that. Um, this is mostly to kind of keep people out um, past curfew or anything like that. Nothing to deter a larger force. Uh, and it's a smaller area, maybe a few hundred buildings or so that's actually in this area that's being controlled. Uh, as you walk through these bustling streets, you can hear familiar sounds of indistinct chatter and shouting, uh, children laughing and playing in the streets, rhythmic uh, clang of Smith's hammers. Um, such a a stark difference between this and what you just experienced. It was like you're stepping back in time into what Lingden was before. Um, but yeah, you are now in the outskirts of Lingden or Lingden proper now. Why is this so different? You would think the port side would be more lively than this side, but I guess since it's, I mean, the the whirlpool probably causes all kinds of problems for LinkedIn's port. So well, and they talked about as well with us the the more readily available teleportation technology killed a lot of the shipping. Uh, I think. Regardless, it's not really high on the agenda. Though I do realize now we might have been able to get a job moving cargo from the dock district. 
I guess that would have been more dangerous. More time. Too tempting. Anyway, uh, let's see about getting that teleportation circle and show Kime where we come from. (laughs) (laughs) Kime thinks he's seen a city, but he hasn't even seen one yet. (laughs) Kime, you have a really interesting idea of what a city should be now. Uh, Because this is the first one that you've seen. But do everything like Squall's End and then this is... Mm -hmm. Yeah, first like sprawling city. Yeah, um, yeah. So the um, the the gentleman that was manning the previous teleportation circle lets you know that um, towards the the gates to the city, uh, you'll see the military outpost, and uh, in there you'll see you'll have a variety of teleportation circles. Some for the individual, some for kind of a larger party, and then some for uh, an even larger kind of shipment to be delivered to specific places. So that's the one we want because we're looking to piggyback. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go up to the the outpost then, unless we see any caravans moving forward. (laughs) Yeah, so you do see some caravans going forward. Uh, You see maybe uh, six or seven in line currently waiting for the teleportation circle. Uh, Most of them our smaller carriages um, looks like uh, open-backed carriages. So you see different kind of vegetables and, and fruits in the in the back of the carts. Um, you see kind of wheat and grain in one of the bigger carts. Um, in the largest one, you see that it's actually shipping uh, cattle uh, away from uh, uh, from LinkedIn to somewhere. Um, and you don't know specifically which one of these are actually going to Osram. Uh, Let's say we start at the front of the line and work our way back. Is there any chance of like, is there any chance of like a lec check or a history check to see if maybe between me and Gimbal, like we might even recognize any of the shipping companies? Sure, go ahead and make make a history. Yeah. Okay, go for it, Coulter. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I guess I should also getting retired for tonight. Um, That is going to be a (laughs) twelve. 12 and i have a plus eight (laughs) i only got a 16 so okay um you don't recognize any of the companies that are being shipped um you do know that osrin's uh biggest import is going to be grain uh they have really no farms or no way of sustaining themselves other than using magic and this is much cheaper to kind of have it this way, um, especially uh, since it, it supports the Drakaran Empire as well to help out Linden by giving them money. So your best bet would probably be the green. Um, the rest of them, you don't know where they're going, but probably not Osrin. All right. Uh, so I'll go up and persuade them. You guys back me up. Sure. I'll do my best. <laughs> Am I still I'm on your shoulders at this point? <laughs> I mean, always. I've not let you down. <laughs> yeah, it's like your your legs on him until you say, "Can you please let me down?" Be <laughs> uh, a child or scary little girl. Uh, Kime and Dream, if you could just um, not not interact too terribly much, uh, and then uh, Mazarin, if you want to wave with people of any of us. When she's being intimidating, sure. <laughs> uh, and then, Mazarin, you want to do a loop? See if there's anything we should be worried about? Sure. 
All right. Hell. Um, oh, there. Uh, what's your business? Uh, we are the good enough uh, adventuring party from the Steel Cry Guild. We've recently been out of the country and we're looking to get back to Osrin. All right. I see myself on the way to Osrin with a shipment here. We were hoping to maybe split the cost of a teleportation circle with you. You benefit, we benefit, we get home faster. Make up persuasion. Oh my gosh. Um, well, that's still a 15. 15? Mm-hmm. 60-40. You got yourself a deal. I assume that we're the 60 in this particular scenario. You've got it right, friend. <laughs> I look, I kind of like, without moving my head, like put my eyes up to uh, mm-hmm. Gimbal, like, Gimbal? I mean, that's better than paying for ourselves. All right, you got yourself a deal. <laughs> All right. He puts down what he had in his hand and shakes your hand. Um, Predator handshake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got a good handshake there, friend. Uh, Damien, nice to meet you from uh, Hollyhead. Rook. And this is my associate Gimbal, uh, my daughter Dream, and our associate Kime. And we have <coughs> another member of the party, but I sent him to look around. Okay. Is your other member of the party going to be joining us to Osrin? Yes, yes, of course. Okay. Right. Um, he kind of looks around. Is there any way we can make this uh, maybe a party of three that I'm shipping? You know, they have some taxes on multiple people coming with me. Well, we um, agreed to split 60-40, so I don't yeah, see why that well, would be an issue. I have a pretty big, um, you know, thing of grain back here. Maybe if you, you can slip under and stay out of sight. Oh, that's possible, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, do they charge you for animals? Uh, no. Kime. <laughs> I don't know, do a dog or a cat or something. Is this, is this where I get to interact? You said not too much. Is this where I get to interact? This is where you turn into a dog or a cat before the guards see you. Or something. Or something. <laughs> So, okay, I need, what's too much? Uh, a dog or a cat. <laughs> okay. Uh, then I will do just that. Let okay. Me... Um, Kaim, it's interesting. Uh, uh, the hollow doesn't have any dogs or cats. Right, no, I'm going to do like what Kaim would think. Uh, what are you doing, dog or cat? Casual. Uh, Dog. Oh my god. A dog? Okay. Yeah. Uh, you see as Kime's form shifts into uh, a wolf. You're telling me in the two towns we've been to, we haven't seen any stray dogs or cats. <laughs> uh, into a larger wolf. Uh, so probably double the size of a, a normal dog. Um, and definitely distinctly wolf features. Uh, I immediately That's- kind of like squat down. I was like, how about how about squirrel or a gopher or a seagull? Seagull? Can you do seagull? <laughs> I, just, I just do the... <laughs> and, 
<laughs> you, see, you see Damien, like, looking at this just dumbstruck. Like, <laughs> how did he do that? Uh, I go, as a wolf, I go to, like, climb onto whatever cart or something and try to just sit down so I don't have to walk. <laughs> That's great. <All> right. <laughs> um, anyone else trying to hide inside the... I mean, I'll, depending on how I'll close we are, I can cast greater invisibility on somebody. Okay. Well, I mean, Mazarin could just also, like, sneak so in to the group, yeah. I take out the orb that Mark hates that we have, and I say, hey, Mazarin, can you loop back around and sneak into this hail bale? Hay bale? Sure. He wants us to be less people. <laughs> Go make a self-check, Mazarin. Um, 26. 26, yeah. As you're saying that to him, Rook, uh, Mazarin heard the whole conversation, and he is already inside the (laughs) A-Bell. I just kind of stick my hand out and give a little wave and pull it back in. Uh, Question, then, for clarification. Does Mazarin know that I'm a wolf, or is he going to be startled to see a wolf come up and nuzzle his hip? I think he knows at this point um, to not to expect weird things, weird <laughs> things happening around you. So I turn, so I turn to Damien without indicating that Mazarin has joined us at all. I'm like, all right, that's all of us. Okay, you're gonna leave your other friend behind, or as far as you're concerned, probably. No, oh, all right, friend. I don't want to pry. Let's do this. Well, the less you know. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Kind of walks up still. So, so uh, what brought you away from Oswood? Uh, uh, guild contract. Hmm. A lot of guilds in Oswood, huh? How do you like it there? Uh, I mean, Oswood's great. I grew up there. Hmm. Yeah, LinkedIn's all right. Is that where are you from, LinkedIn? No, yeah, I've been here my whole life. I've been farming. Oh, at least you get to go and visit the city, you know. Kind of look sideways at you. Yeah, what city there is. No, I meant Osrin. You you go with the shipment, correct? Oh, yeah, but we don't stay too long. There's not much uh, money to go around, you see. There's too many pretty things in Osrin. Well, if you're looking to stay the night, I can put you up at my Adventurer's Guild. You could spend a night out on the town. (laughs) You don't say. Yeah. I might take you up on that, friend. I mean, it's nothing special, but... Yeah. Uh, it's a bed in a room. That way... All right. You kind of that like, way you don't have to pay for lodgings for the evening. You can have yourself a nice time. Kind of puffs out his chest like a huge smile on his face. All right. I'm glad I met you today. Uh, I'm glad you're uh, helping us out here. As you guys continue through... Um, you get towards uh, a little further up, maybe like 45 minutes or so have passed as you guys are waiting to get to the largest teleportation circle. Um, you're in line as you go up to the um, the guards. Yes. Uh, anyone else you're transporting? No, sir. All right. Uh, this wolf, is he from Lingden or from Arden? Uh, he's from Osrin. Uh, it is my daughter's emotional support wolf. You know how we adventurers get. We meet wild animals. We befriend them. <laughs> Roll deception. I mean, technically, we did befriend this wolf. 
can I, upon hearing that, kind of nuzzle Dream, even though yeah. Dream and I have had minimal interaction? Yes. Does that mean I get an advantage? Uh, you get a, a lower DC. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Deception, you said. Deception. That is a 12. All right. You just had to beat a 10. Uh, <laughs> kind of like in that same vein of like a retail worker, like doing this a million times a day. Yeah. All right. Push it through. And it huh. kind of goes up to the next one. Um, as you guys get to the teleportation circle, uh, you see the person that is managing it picks up another one of these stones, um, puts his hand uh, on top of the teleportation circle. Um, and then in an instant, you're back in Osrin. Um, you're at the outskirts of the city gates uh, towards kind of the, where they take in shipment for, uh, from other, uh, other cities or other parts of the empire. I lead in close to Kaim and says, wait until we're out of the guard's sight before you freak out and do anything weird. My tail is just... Because, <laughs> like, he thinks he's excited, but he hasn't seen the, the skyline yet. <laughs> um, I guess this is where we park, friend. So where can I uh, find your lodgings if I'm taking you up on that offer? Well, we're going straight there if you'd like to join uh, us. Oh. I oh, gotta I guess. stay here and get all the paperwork done, but uh, I kind of find you. I get kind of give him directions to Steel Cry. Okay. okay, and just give him the name is probably enough for him to yeah. find his way around. Um, and you make right, a yeah, left at the him. circle. Yeah, you make a left at the house. You remember that house where we fought the uh, Bone Devils and then <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. blew up. And, uh... um, yeah, as you guys go into the kind of regular... Uh, that really weird robot weekend that we had. <laughs> <laughs> robot weekend. Um, you head in towards the regular uh, consumer entrance of Osrin, and you, you flash your papers. You're let in with no problem at all. Um, and as you pass through the kind of uh, pretty tall, uh, thick wooden gates, uh, Kaim, you see for the first time a sprawling city. Um, you walk into a, a giant fountain um, that has different uh, colored, it seems like different colored water and liquids flying off in different directions. Um, you see to your left, uh, criers of a, uh, a pretty big bazaar uh, beckoning you come forward to, to try some of their food and buy some of their wares. Um, as you continue forward through uh, the district, uh, you see large buildings, larger, almost as large as the peaks from the hollow. Um, you see just a mass of people. So you didn't think there was this many people in the world and they're all kind of cloistered in this one little place. Um, I ge I gesture to him to like go ahead go ahead <laughs> so he can like shift back. I'm still a wolf, right? Yep. Uh, I'm gonna stay a wolf and just run up to the fountain. I want to like jump and like splash my paws around. <laughs> dream, keep 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 an eye on Kaim. Okay, Dream. <laughs> As I will taking a a deep breath and then immediately coughing from all of the dust and pollution and everything in the air. Oh, good to be home. <laughs> uh, yeah, as, as you go up to the fountain, kind of, you're with your, your paws, you're splashing in the water, you're trying to catch the, the different jets of water that are flying out. Uh, Dream comes behind you. What are you doing, Dream? 
Um, I'm just standing by, and then Sunflower is trying to probably play with him and bite his okay. tail. So. Sunflower is like on your back, trying to nip at your tail. Then she like turns around, come up to your head, and she's also trying to like nibble at the the jets of water that are coming out. Um, uh, Rook, you stay there for as long as you want. Yeah, go ahead, Rook. Rook stifles a manly cry as his dad feelings start welling up because <laughs> it reminds him of when his little boy first saw this fountain. <laughs> um, after a little bit of that, I'm first time in a big city, still in wolf form, just going to dart around, <laughs> like letting off a big dog at a dog park for the mm-hmm. first time, doing this with no particular okay. plan. Got it. Can we yeah. have him at least see a real dog at this point and like realize? Sure. <laughs> you, you go up to one of the vendors and he kind of doesn't pay you any mind. Um, and you see next to him kind of uh, slumping down, uh, laying on his paws. You see uh, what you assume would be a dog. It's a lot smaller than what you are. Um, and it really couldn't do much to protect itself. But uh, you see this animal and uh, you realize what a dog is now. I think upon realizing that, I would trot back over to Rook and kind of like gesture and, and as a wolf to the dog and then like look back for confirmation. Yeah, that's a dog. Yeah, no, you're, <laughs> you're a straight up giant ass wolf. That's a dog. <laughs> I'm pretty wolf. Yeah, it's, it's well done, but that's a dog. Yeah. Um, from the ground, I'll reach up and, and scratch behind his ears. Like, no, nah, you did good, bud. It worked. <laughs> Again, big tail wag. <laughs> All right. So and at this should... point, you guys are free to do whatever you want in Oxford. Um, so I kind of turned to Gimbal. I was like, "All right, we need to get to the guild and do finish up some business, uh, turn in our contracts." We should try to find um, Wumford as well. I want to run well, this. We're... Um, I want to run this whole thing about uh, Ashar by him before we actually go anywhere. So uh, I kind of like gesture towards the, the speaking stone. And I'm like, well, you try and get a hold of him. I'll head back to the guild, get Kaim registered and turn in our contracts and tell them about Bishop. So I'll take care of the business. You go see Womford. All right. Uh, who wants to go to a wizard's castle? <laughs> Uh, I guess Dream, I'm putting you on available first. <laughs> Dream, I'm putting you on time duty. Okay, show him a good time. Does it kind of have to go with you to guild, though? Not necessarily. Yeah, you you would probably have to go with you to sign him up. Yeah. Well, I figure we can do that. You know, later on yeah. after he's seen in the city, because yeah. he's going to be useless to us while he's still freaking out. While he's so. still. <laughs> <laughs> like I can we'll... I can start the paperwork for him, yeah. and then he can finish okay. it later. All right, and then pending things uh, for you guys to do. So we have finding Dash is one, uh, going to Ashar, and then obviously heading north to see if Yuikir can help you with your mother. Those are like the most outstanding things right now. As Jake, not as Wolfkeim, we don't, don't, aren't we on a time limit to go up north and meet? Two weeks. Everett? So okay. it's not that bad, especially if you do have the money to. Uh, teleport to um, Avrant. Um, 
it'll probably be kind of a similar situ pay situation. So probably around two, 250 gold or so to get all of you guys there. Um, but it's not something you'd have to rush unless you're going by foot and then you'd want to think about going quickly. Can we okay. teleport to a Shar? Isn't that, shouldn't that be possible? They're also a big magic. Yeah. They? Uh, yeah. They're outside of the Zerkaran empire and they're like their own, uh, distinct nation country nation yeah but there you can find um, sigils that go to ashar uh, if nothing else we could go to grabdil and, and that would be at least a shorter walk yeah yeah Sorry, right. so i head back to steel cry to do a bunch of uh, I go to Steel Cry and do way too much paperwork and then okay. remember why I put Gimbal on the team in the first place. <laughs> You're like, how do you spell time? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, yeah, you have a reunion with Sven. Oh, Rook! How the hell are you? I'm, gives you a huge hug. I'm one son down. Oh, did he fall in battle? No, worse. He stayed uh, behind and abandoned me. Oh, well, uh, I mean, at least he's alive, right, Rook? As far as I know. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's a strong boy. He almost won the tournament, you know. So he can take care of himself. He kind of pats you on the back. I'll, uh, I'll make you a sculpture of him so you can remember. Oh, thanks. Thanks, old yeah. friend. Uh, also, I told a merchant who helped us get... Uh, here from Lingden that we would set up a guest room for him if you could do me that solid. Uh, sure. We're, we're fresh out of rooms, friend. Uh, you could use yours if you That's like. fine. Okay. I can All always right. room with Gimbal or something. What's his name? So we're expecting him. Uh, Damien. He's a wheat Damien. merchant from Lingden. Got it. Got it. Got it. And also okay. maybe show him a good time, you know. Okay. Like a good time? A, a good time, not a good oh, okay. time. All right. okay. I'm just clarifying. Just clarifying. Right. I mean, if he gets a couple of drinks into him and he wants the extra O, you give it to him, okay? All right. <laughs> he kind of uh, clasps your forearm again. God damn good to see you, Rook. Yeah. Hey, is uh, I can't, I, Rook would remember her name, uh, but the fire genasi we've dealt with before is her team in? Um, the Hollow Knights are not in, no. Okay. Uh, no, no, they're out. Uh, they've been on a contract for about a month now. Yeah. Um, they're getting pretty high up there, so they're almost uh, enough to induct into the board. So. you have anything easy to ask Shar by chance? Shar, we don't get many contracts there. Uh, all those magic -y people can handle themselves. Ah, worth a shot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where's my favorite pencil pusher so I can give him my horribly, horribly yeah. written paperwork he's in his office <laughs> i stroll very confidently into his office because he has very quickly become such a minor thing in my life <laughs> <laughs> compared to everything else <laughs> doing some paperwork he looks up oh gods you're back yes we are and it's fantastic to see you muzo here's yes, my yes, paperwork yes. what he kind of looks it over. A new member. Yes. All right. Guess we'll start him in D rank. Got another D rank among you, huh? He kind of goes from there. Um, uh, Muzo, there's nothing wrong with starting at the bottom and becoming great. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, fine. Um, is this really how you spell his name? Yes. Okay. <laughs> there are no other public records of him, so it is now. <laughs> that is how you spell it. And for the record, Rook, how did you spell it? Uh, I spelled it basically just chime. <laughs> Got it. (laughs) (laughs) But with like a Y. It was like C-H-Y-M-E and then like an H. C-H-Y-M-E-H. Got it. Yeah. (laughs) Kime. Or Kime. Got it, got it. Um, from there, as you do paperwork, we'll we'll go back to uh, I guess uh, gimbal. Um, going oh, to and then the rest of the time while we're on everybody else, I yell at Cookie because <laughs> <laughs> I have gonna... been gone for weeks. Yeah. You're you're Gordon Ramsay, and you're going through and like, what is this grease? <laughs> Bread. Uh, <laughs> um. All right, yeah, uh, going to Gimbal. So you're, where are you going for um, your mentor? Well, I was going to hit him up on the Sending Stone first, I guess. Um, what do you say? I don't know if I can... Okay. Um, back in Osrin, have some questions. Any news on your end? Okay. You send it out, and it takes maybe a minute for him to shoot you back, and he messages you directly. Um, yes, Gibble, come come on over to my tower. I have a few things to discuss. And did anybody come with me? I would have offered if you wanted company, but I don't know if you want me with you. I do. That'd be great. Oh, great. <laughs> Mazarin, uh, Mazarin's trap sense starts going off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to try to screw him over, but he's part of the questions. Uh-huh. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. That's why I figured you might want me to go. Um, as you head over to Walmford's tower. Um, oh, and then Mark, I forgot to do this, but I would have found some time to talk to Gimbal about what I talked to Mazarin about. I don't know how, but I would have found some time to. We'll say that, like, while you guys were walking, maybe you had you walked ahead a little bit since he was on your shoulders, and you had a, a quick conversation. Yeah. Uh, if nothing wanna... else, we could do like messaging and stuff like that. Yeah. Just do you want to RP that now, or is there anything outstanding you want to talk about? Okay. I think we wouldn't have wanted to do it because we weren't alone. So I think it would have mm-hmm. just been like me informing him, and then. Okay. And digesting it. Got it. Um, yeah, as you walk up to uh, Walmford's tower, uh, you go to knock and the door automatically opens for you. Ooh, I'm kind of sad that we're not using a map for this because we've never been inside the tower before. <laughs> <laughs> um, is this normal? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll go ahead and walk in then. Okay. Um, as you step in, you see Walmford... Um, uh, on the far end, and as you walk in, this is kind of a smaller uh, tower, uh, and it goes pretty high up, maybe uh, 50 feet or so up, but kind of a smaller diameter tower. As you walk in, um, it is bigger on the inside. Um, you see kind of towards the, the back of the, the tower itself, you see um, different uh, beakers and solutions kind of going through uh, some stuff back there. You see uh, just mountains and mountains of books. Um, as you look up, you see uh, 
maybe 10 different levels to this tower. Um, walking in, uh, he was expecting you. So he has uh, kind of a, a table, a circular table ready with one ornate chair for you to sit in. Um, as he sees you come in, he says, oh, Gimbal, please uh, come have a seat. He puts down what he was doing. Um, as he walks over, uh, his robe changes from like his um, dark leather work robe uh, that he uses to not get anything stained on, on his um, normal clothes. And as he walks over, it kind of phases out of existence and his normal robes, uh, this um, dark blue with green accents uh, robe uh, coming up to a kind of a high um, high collar. Um, please, please sit. And uh, I wasn't expecting a friend, but no worries. And he flicks his wrist. And next to your chair uh, appears the same ornate uh, style of chair right next to it pulled out for, for Mazarin. Womford, well, I, I really can't tell you how phenomenal it is to see a friendly face again. It's been very strange to be out of Osrin yeah. for this uh, duration. <laughs> Good to see you too, my boy. Good to see you too. Uh, uh, please, uh, what news do you have? Uh, well, we have a few questions and a little bit of information. Um, we've been, as you know, uh, in uh, Sutton and, and uh, in outside of the gates of Zerkar. Um, in the process, we uh, removed uh, a hag from a forest um, and dealt with some local problems with trolls there. Um, but we also learned a little bit about our party and picked up a new member. That's good. What did you Kier, say about your mother? What did... Sorry, one more time. Uh, Kier, the necromancer I sent you to talk to about your mother. What did he say? That is our next path. We had to complete Sutton in order to afford it. Um, but now we are, I believe, able to, to pay for the passage. And we have a ship good, good. set at Arvant in order to take us there. Time is of the essence, my boy. We need to get her soul yes, back sir. before it's too far gone. I take it there's no more news on your end then? No, I unfortunately got distracted by another project. Um, Penelope is currently still working on it, trying to find Shah, but there's no, there's no sign of him, uh, I'm afraid to say. The captain that we worked with um, to get home uh, had heard mm. rumor of an island that might match the description, so we think that we have at least somebody that is aware of what we should be approaching even if we don't know the where. That's good. There's some things that have come up uh, beyond that, though, that I'm I'm curious to get your Please. opinion on. Um, I have uh, a sealed letter, um, which, of course, I would not like to desecrate by opening, um, from a Marvin the Marvelous uh, in Squall's End to be delivered to uh, the Archmage of Necromancy in Ashar. Um, okay. Uh... I don't know why anyone would want to speak to Ilufbear, but I suppose what uh, what bids you to take this from him and deliver it? He provided us with a lot of tools that should be helpful on the journey, ah. and I'll show um, I'll show the the two rings that I have on now. Okay, um, is one of them the wish ring? Yes. 
Okay. At that, he stops. Where did you acquire that, my boy? That was part of what we got from the hags. Powerful magic. Dangerous magic, but powerful. I'm assuming it's not powerful enough for our purposes. It may. It depends on how your mother's soul was taken and how it's being kept. Uh, That is the most powerful magic I've ever experienced. And uh, it's worth a shot. If you think that it's actually something that could help, I just assumed that it wasn't strong enough. But if it could help, then I'm, I'm more than happy to attempt it. It may. I, unfortunately, have lost my chance to use such a spell. So I put it at your shoulders once again, my young friend. Okay. I think if you would perhaps guide me when the time comes, I would like to to attempt it if it's something that we think is possible. I would be happy to. Thank you. If my engagement here is not too taxing. Is it something that you can discuss or is it something that is better left unsaid? Uh, no, it's, uh, it's quite an anomaly. Uh, there's been uh, attacks on multiple cities in the Empire and uh, beyond that I can tell uh, from these beings, seemingly humanoid, coming from our world, but have zero connection to the veil. Uh, no magic works on them. Uh, quite formidable since none of my usual things will work to deter them. Uh, Usually it comes down to brute force and they're they're quite forceful. We actually encountered one of those. She was she was a young girl. Um, Not no malintent at the time that we left her but perhaps for the sake of studies he flicks both his wrists and one, uh, a large tome pops up and the other, um, a, uh, a quill. Uh, please speak everything uh, about it. Uh, who was this little girl? Where did you see her? How did she come about this affliction? Uh, she was the daughter of the games warden and uh, one of the ranger of Sutton. Um, mm. That was actually what caused the entirety of the hags. They were giving her a, 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 a potion that allowed her to be temporarily... Um, saved of what they considered an illness. Um, she, they really just believed that it was something that would take her life if it was to continue. So they, they maintained the potions, but once the hags are gone, I'm not exactly sure what's going to, to happen to her. But that is where, um, if you remember uh, Rook, his, his son Bishop is staying with her to care for her and was trying to find a cure. Um, we tried restorations, we tried everything that we could to heal her, seeing it as a malady and, and nothing was able to help. From what I've seen from this malady, as you say, uh, it's not fatal. Um, most, most present as sickly, not able to take on the healing powers of the veil, uh, but not fatal. Uh, one can live a full life in this madly, but uh, what the hags were doing is interesting. 
but this but of failing uh, of hope. There's there's no way that I can see that creating a potion of such would ever bring about a moment of solace. Do you think that, I know that it's a great deal of trouble to travel outside of the wall itself, but um, knowing where she is and knowing that she is not uh, a danger as far as we know, would she be a useful subject for study? I know her father was looking for any opportunity to try and help her, so I'm, I, I assume yes. he'd be amenable to it. That's something that's very interesting, and uh, it definitely bids a visit at least. So uh, after our conversation, I'll make my way to Sutton and find this girl, uh, you say, and see if there's any way to help her and see if she can help us aid in what we're trying to figure out about these people and hopefully stop any nefarious plot that they're trying to hatch on Jakar. Before so groups of them have been attacking though? I'm sorry? Groups of them have been attacking towns? Small groups, uh, organized. Um, they don't attack outright. Uh, they skulk in the shadows and are seemingly setting up for something. Um, mostly uh, around Zerkar proper. Um, and key points in the city are being attacked. Not any commerce or governmental points, but seemingly random points in the city. So there's definitely something afoot, but as of right now, we don't know what. Are they attacking using any um, technological elements? From the reports and what I've seen, it's no sword and cudgel and quite effective since the entirety of the Jokaran Empire's army is made up of simulacra that seemingly can't affect these beings, being made purely of magic. Magic items can't affect them at all? From what I've seen, no. So do they just pass through magical barriers and such? They do. Is there... I wish I could give you more. I, I, I don't, unfortunately, know much more about her condition aside from having seen her briefly. It's all right. It's, it's kismet that you met someone with the same affliction, and I'm hoping I can learn more from her. We have um, one other matter that I would like to address before we uh, figure out the logistics of, of a wish. <laughs> um, Please. That's actually why I brought our companion here with me. Um, I believe you all have um, met in some incarnation before. Um, yes, I believe your name was Dash. That's one of my nicknames, yeah. Perfect. Um, so this is uh, Mazarin. Um, he is a, uh, the original from which Dash was cloned is what our understanding is now. Um, they were both Interesting. taken hostage by the Fae. Um, and it, I'm not entirely sure why they wanted him. I believe he is not either, but I'll let him speak to that. Um, but I'm concerned for Dash's safety as, as it appears they swapped places. He was freed from the torturous dungeons and Dash was to take his place. 
Um, but beyond that, we're not sure if they're coming back for him or if, if Dash is alive and has made it back to Zrakar or, or what to do, but I would like to ensure that, I don't know if we can't ensure both safety, but at least that something is done in the positive. Interesting. Um, the motivations of the Fae are alien to us. Uh, they are, they make decisions at a whim. So I don't know if there's anything specifically they were looking for in you, Mazrin, but I'm sorry that just happened to you. Um, do you know of any motivations they may have? <clears throat> the only thing I could ever think of is that I was born at like a thin spot for the Feywild or somewhere near one. So I don't know if that affected me or they just were made aware of me at that point and I don't know, honestly. When the Fae decide they want something, they don't ask. Yep. Put it that way. Um, as far as this other incarnation, uh, this dash that I, uh, I'm supposing that I met before, Yes. Logic would dictate that if you swapped places once before, you should maybe look for him at the point where you came back to this realm. How long ago do you think this took place? It was, what, like a month? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, a month or two. Uh... Strange that he hasn't sought out any of you yet or gone back to his old life and still cry, but I think the best way to, best place to find him is where you yourself came out. Okay. And that's, I think I remember that. Anything else? Do you think that it is wise to try the wish as soon as possible or is there preparations that would need to be made? I think you need to prepare yourself physically and mentally first, Gimbo. The spell is powerful and can be misconstrued. So choose the way you cast it wisely and understand from my experience from casting such a spell, it takes a toll on you physically. Uh, nothing last long lasting, but I wouldn't recommend doing this before preparing for a fight. I feel that we should do it before meeting the necromancer, if that's something that we're able to do. If we can save the, I don't know, the, the terror of involving something like that in an already muddied situation. I'll leave it up to your best judgment, Kimball. Okay. If you are still in town tomorrow, perhaps we may try. And if it is not something that we're able to do, then we can continue with the plan as it is. I plan to leave after our conversation to sudden. So that might not be in the cards. I feel the situation with these beings uh, is something is at an impasse and will happen soon. 
All right. So it's something that I'll need to do on my own. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> I apologize. Um, that's that's fair. I I appreciate the guidance one way or another, and I hope that you find what you're looking for. And if there is something that we can do to assist in that, thank you. Please let us. Know. And please, if there's no more business, uh, sit and chat with me. Uh, uh, he kind of flicks his hands, and um, the the teapot uh, raises up and starts pouring you guys tea. Uh, tell me of your travels. Tell me how you've been uh, this time. I'd love to to hear some stories. <laughs> and as you guys sit back to kind of start discussing what happened, um, you can tell it or we can flip to someone else at POV. Uh, I'm good to flip, but I would want to okay. lean over um, to Mazarin and just kind of put uh, a hand on his forearm and go, um, uh, a surprise for a surprise, right? We're all looking for the right thing. I don't know what's making that, so I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> and then I will uh, I'll take kind of... a moment to uh, to actually enjoy time with my mentor. Okay. Um, yeah, from there, we'll slip over to Dream and Time. Time being uh, his wolf self so What are you guys doing? On our tour of the city, we will go to the orphanage, the charred remains of scripts, scrolls, and scribbles, and the cemetery. And, and the book dega. Time permitting, the book bodega. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you guys are able to go to all of these places. Time, are you still in wolf form or have you shifted out? Um. And I'm, like, I'm thinking. I'm assuming that dream is kind of like telling you all of the stories of the past uh, as you guys are going through this, right, Dream? Yes. Like this is this is where this happened, and this is where, yeah. Especially when we get to where scripts, scrolls, and scribbles was, I really, really go dark about Miranda. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. I'll let you go dark. Let's play it. If, uh, <laughs> at the beginning of this, at the beginning of our tour, when everybody starts making their separate directions. I'm going to uh, look at Dream, kind of uh, nuzzle with my head and sit down and see if she seems comfortable with me staying as a wolf because Kaim is kind of enjoying the being bigger than the other dogs. You wish to remain a wolf? I understand. It means you don't have to talk to people. And you see I a little tail wag. Unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately, it makes Dream look crazier than her reputation already makes her. Yeah. <laughs> Osborne's very metropolitan. People talk to dogs. Very accepting. <laughs> and yeah, stay as a wolf. Okay. All right, as you go through, uh, do you want to role play any of this or just kind of say you, you go through all these locations and tell them the backstory and everything? Uh, maybe just the orphanage. I just okay. want to I know it's there. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, so as you go through, uh, you go to the remains of uh, Gimbal's parents' shop. She explains to you that um, this is where uh, Gimbal's parents lived, where they wanted him to uh, take over, but he decided to adventure. And then um, eventually it came to a head when you guys fought uh, a rock shasa named Shah, and he unfortunately took her life. And then Dream was able to 
reincarnate the body by asking her patron a favor, uh, but the patron was unable to locate the soul. So this is the journey that they've gone through. Uh, this is the whole reason they went to Sutton in hopes to go north and see if they can find this Yuikir, uh, a necromancer that uh, Gimbal's mentor sent him after to see if his knowledge can help bring back her soul. And this is the boat Bodega, where we go for coffee and uh, to read books. <laughs> um, at the shop, at, after hearing about the horrific story of uh, Gimbal's parents and past, can I sniff around and see if I can find any, like, memento or anything to bring Gimbal as a gift or as a, as a show of good faith, anything that he might like or that might... I don't know. I feel like that is what Kaim would do, like kind of look sure. around and... Go ahead and make an investigation. Okay. Investigation. Let's see. Oh, it's perception checks. I have advantage. Never mind. That's a 15. 15. Um, you're not able to find anything uh, whole throughout the... Um, the ruined building. Most of it's been cleared out um, as the, the rubble's been uh, carted away. The flames have been long since dead. Um, going behind some of the counters, you are able to find um, letterhead with the uh, Ralnor um, scroll scripts and scribbles insignia on it. Um, that's the most you can find. Perfect. I'm going to grab it as gently as I can. Okay. And I'm just gonna hold that. <laughs> okay, in your mouth as you're walking down. Got it's it. Kind of cool. Like a, like a uh, dog holding its bonus. Yeah. Get a little time stank on it. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and then as you head to the orphanage, uh, dream. This is an orphanage. Do you have those in your hollow? Uh, what do I see at the at the orphanage? Is it like populated? Is it as you like uh, put your wolf paws up on the window and look through, uh, you see kind of rows, uh, maybe uh, 20 to 25 different uh, rows of beds uh, with children, some sleeping in the beds right now at this time of day. Most of them are kind of up and playing this uh, bigger room. Um, you see a few people, um, you see an old dwarf woman, um, you see kind of a younger, uh, semi-tall uh, boy, a man really, um, and then you see kind of a, a few other people uh, going around and talking to all the kids. Wow. Uh, I imagine upon seeing this and the realization of what this is, my tail would stop wagging so enthusiastically. Mm -hmm. I think the children would enjoy playing with you if you wanted to. And then I kind of go in and I let Sunflower fly over to them and say hi to the ones I know. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, uh, most of them look over to you and are super excited. Uh, they say, dream, as they run up and kind of give you hugs. Uh, some of the other ones that you can tell are a little new, um, are, are a little hesitant. They kind of look over, wondering who it is. Um, and as Kaim enters behind you, the ones that are next to you get scared and kind of pull away as they see a big wolf coming into the, the orphanage. Oh, I forgot that wolves are scary. <laughs> um, I, I lay down and kind of do that like dog crawl thing. 
Uh, uh, brave, one of the braver uh, girls, she kind of like looks at you, uh, puffs out her chest and walks closer and slowly kind of pats your head. And then as you like snuggle in, she just full on grabs your neck and gives you a bear hug. <laughs> uh, I love it. And then uh, seeing this, most of the other kids are, are more comfortable and they come over and they start kind of uh, rubbing your fur and kind of jumping on your back or kind of just playing around with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's and, appreciated. Okay. Um, as you're watching this dream, uh, you hear or you feel a tap on your shoulder. As you look back, you see Tavel. Um, uh, dream. Uh, it's been so long. I'm, I'm glad you're back. I am glad to be back. Being home is pleasant for once. Yeah. Where have you been? We were off on adventures trying to round up a little bit of money to visit a Lich King, I guess. Oh, wow. Um, that's very impressive. How have you been? Uh, good. Just, my friend, but he is not my boyfriend. And she kind of looks to the wolf. Okay, uh, that's good. <laughs> that's good to know. Um, no, I've been good. I've just been, uh, we've, we've got uh, maybe six or seven new kids since you've been gone. So taking care of them, really. Um, that's, that's it. I would, uh, I'd love to hear more about your stories one day if uh, maybe after I'm done with uh, my chores here, if we maybe could go to some place and talk. I think that would be okay. Perfect. He gets a huge smile on his face. Um, when, when do you think you'd be available? Well, we have to visit the cemetery still, but I think after that, I am available. Okay. Um, yeah, I have maybe a few more hours here, but uh, after that, uh, yeah, yes, yes, um, that would be fun. Will you meet me back at Steelcry? Uh, yes, I, I'd love to. I will see you later then. All right. And he kind of picks up his broom and like goes back to his work, jazzed. I like turn around and like, <laughs> <laughs> get a <it>, girl. <laughs> I- I give the the eyebrows to to dream. He is a boy and he's my friend, but he is not my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look over and then back to back to letting the kids pet me. Yeah. Got it. Um yeah, I say you guys stay there um maybe another thirty minutes or so. Letting the kids get their fill. And then um the the main dwarf woman kind of shuffles you out because it's time to get them ready for their uh for their lunch thank you for letting us play yes dream you know you're always welcome here so is this the part where dream like unloads her pack of like all the shit she's been doing on vacation (laughs) (laughs) and i read these books (laughs) the books to Oh no. <laughs> and here, page 35, it says down. <laughs> um, yeah, that you take him to the cemetery. Uh, do you do anything special at the cemetery? 
I just show him the Greaves family mm-hmm. tomb and, and Rook's ex lover. Okay. My dead husband, not ex lover. <laughs> she tells you the story of, uh, of Rook, uh, the way it was told to her, how she, or, uh, Rook was born uh, a knight, born in nobility, and fell in love with, um, oh God, what's his name? Uh, Aram. Aram. And fell in love with Aram uh, at a pretty young age. Um, but unfortunately, some stuff happened and he was accused of uh, attempted murder and he himself was killed in, in its place. And that's kind of what um, brought Rook to forsake his old life and start anew. And that's how he met... Um, Gimbal, and that's how they picked up Bishop, and then that's how they found Dream, and now they're a happy family. A confusing family. <laughs> yep. And if Gimbal agrees to reciprocate Rook's feelings, then maybe they'll even be together. I kind of want that, and I also kind of don't. I don't understand why. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, damn. Stepdad Felix. <laughs> I'm his, You're his not my dad! <laughs> Visibly, like, trying to put the pieces together and figure out if that's good or bad, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, tail's still lagging. Is Arm's helmet still there, or did some asshole steal it? It is not still there. <laughs> All right, and from there, we'll say everyone converges back at Still Cry, unless anyone wants to do anything else. Uh, so, uh, I wanted to do something earlier. Oh, uh, can I? Does Still Cry have like any kind of messenger services or anything? Um, you could find messenger services around Osrin that can, uh, for a small fee, can message or take messages to anyone. Uh, I want to just basically like either leave a letter that I wrote while I was on the Bartleby for Penny or if it can be delivered to her. I don't, I doubt she's in the city, but I would like it to be delivered if she ever picks up her mail. Like, I just don't know how that works in this fantasy world. You know what I mean? Like, If you're sending a a letter to her, um, you can like forward it to her because you know where she lives. So you can send it to her address and then see if she gets it from there. All right, then everyone comes back to still cry. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, it's okay. uh, We're going to go over there later anyways. So, or at least I am so I can take it. Are you going now or after you get back to... I was going to wait to talk to everybody first, but my dad's over there. And I was kind of thinking more like a P.O. box kind of thing where like when she checks into the city, she can get it because I don't want to just sit in a mailbox. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, I mean, she she wouldn't really have anything like that since she has a house. Um, But yeah. We could bury it under the rhododendrons. Oh, that's not... No. (laughs) I feel like... All of the other paraphernalia down there. I don't well, necessarily that it just, just died. <laughs> Didn't we dig that stuff up and give it to someone? I thought we did. 
We'll have to check. We know what happened. Yeah. Totally don't happen. We know. I know exactly what happened because this oh, yeah. is my story. Um, <laughs> totally. Yeah. I totally. know everything. I'm the DM. Um, yeah. So it's <laughs> our story. Our it's story. Our sorry. Story. Our story. <laughs> um, together. <laughs> so everyone gets back to Steel Cry as Rook is finally leaving Muzo's office, finishing all of the paperwork, having to rewrite it seven times for Muzo. Um. Upon seeing Gimbal, I'd like to place his gift down in front of him and then take a few steps back and just kind of lay down. I'm assuming I'm still in wolf form. How long does that last? Just until you dispel uh, it? For four me, hours. it's four hours, yeah. Four hours, yeah. You still be in wolf form. Um, seeing that Muzo, is he still working? Uh, yeah, he's still in his office. Gimbal, are you not going to react to upstairs. the gift? But what was the? Oh, I didn't. I'm sorry. I thought I had a wolf that just walked over to me. I didn't so, see the gift. Yeah, you, you you see a wolf walk over to you and kind of like uh, rest his head. And there's a piece of paper in his mouth, and he rests it on the floor right in front of you. And then he kind of lays down right in front of it, looking up at you uh, with kind of big wolf eyes. It's a gift. As you pick it up, you see kind of slobbers on some of it, and some of it's a little wrinkled from when the kids played with it. Uh, but very distinct to you, you know this letterhead at the bottom. You see the Ralnor um, seal of your parents' business. Um, thank you for finding, uh, finding this. Um, And just put an arm around the wolf and like give him a give him kind of a tight hug. Is trying really hard not to just kind of break down because I have not seen this mm -hmm. since we've left. But yeah, no, this it means the world to me, bud. I wanted him to fully understand what happened to Miranda. I think we might have a lead. Um, I don't want to get anybody's hopes up, but uh, I talked to Wumford and he thinks that the ring might actually be powerful enough to do something. So I think if nothing else, we owe it a shot. I think at that, I, I shift back to Druid, so I'm just sitting down. <laughs> and I, I go, that's great news. Um, As your arm is still around him, like yep. now, like, <laughs> arm around. Kaim, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I need you to fill out these forms. I'll fold up the letterhead into like a neat square and, and mm -hmm. tuck it into my robe so that I have it next to my heart. <laughs> Kaim, you've never filled out a form before. Um, yeah. You don't know how to write. <laughs> I walk him through what? it. I filled everything out. I just need him to like sign. He keeps stuff. a journal. Yeah. What yeah. have I been writing? In Those my... are mostly like pictures, right? Those. Because like, he's educated, Mark. <laughs> There's no need to write anything. So I don't know why there would be. <laughs> it's it's all like. That. 
it's a it's Kimes version of like mm-hmm. his like super super short short shorthand. Yeah. So it's like, so like he writes in you're druidic. Like, you're phonetically spelling out the words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll say we'll say that works. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he has no idea how to spell his own name either. No. no he's, never, <laughs> he's never had to write his own name. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna walk in. What do you need? Uh, just sign here, initial here, sign here, sign here, initial here, and then I need a fingerprint there. And uh, uh, I couldn't guess your weight. What's your weight? I wasn't sure if being a being of water made you heavier or lighter. We take the average. uh, A couple goats worth. All right, cool. We're just going to put down like 120. (laughs) (laughs) No, not 120 goats. I said a couple. Yes, but that 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 translates over into 120 pounds, and a pound is a kind of like shellfish kind of creature. That that's how we weigh things here. I think I would know if it was a shellfish type creature. <laughs> well, it's it's only native to Osrin fountains. You should take Dream to go look for some later. Is this like? Are we back to the golden rock things? Am I worth 120 of those? I scream no. from outside, yes. <laughs> For the love of God, yes. <laughs> Rook, he probably weighs like maybe 100 pounds. I, I don't know. Just just here. And I kind of show him how to sign things, but with the spelling of his name. Mm-hmm. That the one I that you created? <laughs> Entirely made up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give this one to Rook and just begrudgingly eye him, but do my best to copy exactly mm-hmm. what he wrote. Okay. <laughs> and so I just walk in through the paperwork. Yep. So that paperwork gets all finished up. Yeah. Um, are you gonna? Uh, so everything's good. You guys are back together at Still Cry. Gamble, do you want to tell him what you discovered? Yeah. Um, we. We might have a solution. Um, he thought the ring might work to bring back my mother, and he also told Mazarin where it would be most likely to find Dash. Or at least Where's most start. likely to find Dash? He, well, he thinks that it's likely that wherever I came back, Dash would probably come back at the same point. Where did you come back? Somewhere in the forest. Yeah, right. somewhere, somewhere deep in the Tethered Woods, uh, out, just outside of Osrin. Um, I would say with your tracking skills, you could probably get back there pretty easily, Mazarin. Wait, is that not the, the generic forest? <laughs> anyway. Uh... So, uh, uh, well, yeah, what's everyone else doing? Uh, Coulter is no longer in the stream. <laughs> uh, it's a callback to the one shot. <laughs> <laughs> Link to the video uh, in the description below. Uh, Gimbal, uh, so he said it would bring her back, or it would help bring her back. Like I, I don't understand how it works. I don't. Like, know does that mean we don't need to go to see the super dangerous dead man with magic? Well, it just means that we need to try. Um, if anything, there, it's a very a powerful, very volatile style of magic. Um, 
but he said that he thought it might be powerful enough. It'll just be a matter of how the weave interprets what we ask of it and what it decides to do with that information. So we need to say something like, collect your mother's soul from wherever it is and deposit it back into her body with no bad juju stuff? I'm not sure. Um, I'm really not. I think it might depend on the state that her soul is in, and it might depend on a lot of factors that the weave understands that we don't. Well, we should so, attempt I mean, it all tonight. I can do is, is I, that was my plan, was to just try as soon as possible. I mean, the struggling thing is happening in the realms, and if we can have her safe, that would be, I think, better to handle it all. I, mean, I can try. I mean, regardless, we have to go to Ashar because you signed us up for that. Um, but also, Ashar, if, if could... this doesn't work, Ashar would be a great place to try to get more information. You know. True. Uh, Dream. Did you guys have a nice trip around the city? I believe so. I showed him the important parts of our history. I chime in. I got to meet Dream's boyfriend, who's a boy and her friend, but not boyfriend. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I five Dream. <laughs> Pavel at the orphanage. He's a boy and he's my friend. He's not my boyfriend yet. R- right. Yeah. Yeah. Just. Uh... You remember our discussion about those books that you were reading and how those are fiction and not indicative of how you should behave? Not completely. I do understand. I I full-on punch Mazarin until he falls out of his chair. (laughs) (laughs) I lay on the floor but kind of giggle. I don't know if Tavel is flexible enough to do many of the things. As- oh, but, but, well, I mean, that's something you can worry about. Anything in those books you can oh. worry about if you and Tavel get married oh. in about 10, 12 years. Rolling on the floor <laughs> laughing. <laughs> married? That seems awfully fast. No, it shouldn't be fast. It should take you quite some time. In 10, 12 years down the line, when you get married, then you can bring up those books to him. If it's flexibility you're looking for, I know if I also can... punch Kime to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Shaking his head, Gimbal walks up to his his room to see what books he might have to help. <laughs> uh, are the woods around Osrin relatively safe? Um, yeah, I mean, you guys traveled there a few times. Um, you met a few kind of regular, like bugbears uh, uh, or bears there um, that kind of make nests, but nothing too nefarious. Um, but I mean, like the Osrin military won't really take out any like uh, nefarious insulations out of there. So I mean, like if we sent like Mazarin, Dream, and Kaim out there, like they would be relatively safe. Sure. Yeah. So uh, Rook turns to you guys and is like, "All right, well, Gimbal does research on the spell for his mom." Why don't the three of you go check out this place, Mazarin, see if you can't find anything about uh, Dash, and I have a task I need to attend to, uh, and then I'll meet back here and we'll head to Penny's place. If if you need us, though, please tell us, because I I don't want you to have to face 
whatever Didn't that is. did you already go upstairs? <laughs> and Mazarin, it's going to take you maybe an hour and a half, two hours to get to the spot, um, as long as you kind of remember your bearings. Yeah, I would relay that. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm assuming Gimbal's going to want to do severe research before he attempts anything. What time is it about right now? Um, since getting back, you are in the later part of the afternoon. So maybe like three or four. So you out there, oh, it would be dark by the time we got out there? Um, it would, when you're out there, no. But by the time you get back, uh, it would be dark. Okay, but we wouldn't have to worry about being in the dark out there. Uh, no, unless you lose your way. Cool. And I apologize, there's a fly that's like continually trying to attack me. So in great quiet emotional moments, I'm sitting here like this and it's just <laughs> wanting to land on my face. <laughs> and then just so you know my intention, Mark, uh, Rook wants to visit the noble that he dueled with. I can't remember his name. The no, governor? The uh, one who's, dude. Yeah, the one who's suffering. Oh, the knight. Oh, got it. Okay. Um, cool. So we will... So Gibble is going to research. Uh, we have Rook who's going to see the knight. And then we have Dream, Mazarin, and Kaim going to see if they can find Dash. Mm-hmm. All right. Do we want to continue? I know we're at our like two hour mark here. I mean, I feel like that's a good episode, right? Okay. Hey, Mark, compose yourself and then do the sign off. Wait, are we done? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> and they all die. All right, guys. Thank you so much for watching uh, MMM Cast or Cast. Mm-hmm. So we're doing it at the uh, end now, too. Okay, okay, yes. cool, cool. <laughs> change it up, you know. Um, thank you again so much for watching. If you like the video, please like the video. Uh, subscribe to our channel. We have a few really cool things coming out uh, on Rhyme of the Frostbite, and I think you're going to want to stick around to see. Um, hit the little notification bell so you know when our newest videos come out, and we will come up with a tagline eventually. 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 Sometime soon.